Once upon a time, upon an island in the middle of a lake, three public stewards joined forces to protect a small town's independence and start a podcast. I'm Superintendent and Coroner Baby Smith Jones Johnson. I'm Fire Chief and Historian Gil Gilman. I am Mayor Manny McDermott. is y'all come back. Hello, comebackers, and welcome to another episode of This is Y'all Come Back. I am, of course, your mayor, Manny McDermott. And I'm superintendent and coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. Not to be confused with Baby Smythe Jones Johnson, opera singer and cannibal. And I'm fire chief and historian Gil Gilman. Uh, this week I was approached by some children who asked me if I knew why kids love the taste of sugary cinnamon toasters. I guessed that it was the fun shapes and designs of every piece, but they accosted me and said, No, you dumb bitch. It's the cinnamon sugar matting every morsel. Uh, so I feel a little foolish, frankly. Wow, Gil. Um, are you okay? That sounds kind of traumatic, to be honest. Yeah, no, uh, it, it was a bit traumatic, but frankly, they're right. I should have known that. Um, having a second bite, it was clear, yeah, the... That's what it is. It's the cinnamon sugar matting every morsel. That's that's why kids love it. That's why. But, uh, you know, adults have a hard time mm. seeing that. Gotta love that Well, matting. you know, speaking of things that, you know, we just can't help taking a second bite of, coming back to things <laughs> that we love, um, you know, I thought that maybe this week we could start with the fun questions. Um, and I'm wanting to know, like, Gil, baby, what are what are you streaming these days? What shows are you watching? What movies? What's What's, you know, entertaining you at night when you're all alone in front of the TV screen? Uh, well, you know, Manny, I, um, I just binged and finished The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and I have to admit, Ooh. the finale left me with cold feet. Uh, but The Warming Adventures of Sabrina has, uh, well, it's warmed me right up. Oh, wow. True to, true to advertising. Love that. Gil? Uh, well, I'm, I say you're probably both familiar with this, uh, sort of, the, what, the thing that's sort of taken over the AV scene these days in slow TV and uh, mm. our very own Rhonda Boots has sort of taken to this as well and has uh, attached a small camera that she live streams from uh, the front of her front boat. Uh, and so I've wow. just been watching that. Uh, yeah, It's currently running on my computer back at home, actually, but uh, what? Uh, I'll go back through and, and make sure I catch all the footage footage that I missed while I was at work uh, when I get home. You know, Gil, I'm actually surprised to say that I think we have some similar tastes here because, you know, what I've been watching lately is I've been watching all of the Planet Earth 1 and 2 episodes, but at 0.33 speed. Uh, and there's just something about David Attenborough in slow motion that sets my heart aflutter and watching those flamingos dance so slowly. Um, it's like watching a bunch of skinny twinks do the waltz. And I just... I just love it. Um, well, baby Gil, thank you for thank you for indulging me in that. But uh, we should get to business today. It's an exciting day here, and y'all come back, uh, baby. I know you had a a midnight meeting with the cornhole committee last night, and you just have to tell us what came out of it. Um, well, you heard correctly, uh, Manny. The cornhole committee uh, did meet. We had 
lots of things on the table to discuss, uh, especially concerning um, the uh, the recent demise of of Linda Gray Bill, uh, who mm-hmm. was going to be supplying ice cream for the pageant. Uh, right. As you know, the uh, committee consists of myself, my mother, Agatha Smith Jones Johnson, and uh, three elder women in velvet cloaks who wear wooden masks that my mother call the witnesses. Uh, and oh. the witnesses and my mother have uh, decided that uh, Little Miss Cornhole shall commence uh, very soon, um, February 27th. Uh, wow. We, okay. Yeah, it's coming up. And we have also uh, taken precautions and removed all all food consumption categories from the competition. Uh, now, I'll, well, in a way, uh, in a way, the competitors will still be consuming food, but food for the soul. You see... Uh, the new iteration of Little Miss Cornhole will feature a Maya Angelou poetry competition where you have to memorize all the works of Maya Angelou. Uh, any slip-ups and you're out, bucko. That's a lot of work. No, no baby, that's, um, uh, I, you know, I'm, that's frankly a little bit concerning to me. I, I think some of our listeners will know that uh, I was excited about the possibility of entering mm-hmm. myself uh, this year, um, but I'm I'm worried now that you're mentioning uh, mentioning this aspect of of having memorized all of my Angelou's work. Uh, if a contestant has already done so before the official sort of inauguration of the competition, uh, does that disqualify them? Oh, it, it does not. Um, oh, in fact, is. it actually gives them um, a leg up. They get uh, a new scoring uh, mechanic that we have created called a Sparkle Point. Uh, and one sparkle point enables you to poke the eyes of your biggest competition. I mean, you know, this is actually well-timed because I just watched, Gil, your your other documentary, Gil, I Rise. Um, Gil recites Maya Angelou. And it's just, uh, what, what a well, it's it's almost as if this was catered to you, designed for you. Um, what a, That's a strike of fortune, really. Yeah, uh, I have to say that's... Um... I, I would never question uh, the witnesses' wisdom, um, uh, but uh, it does it does certainly seem like this was geared more to, towards me. Now, um, if there is a category that is about uh, sort of identifying gourds, uh, then um, we'll, we'll know that they've uh, that they've taken some sort of bribe or maybe are picking favorites. Um, but I do want to be clear: I am not bribing bribing or asking them to pick favorites. Uh, at least not until the uh, decision on who the new Little Miss Cornhole is. Of course. Uh, baby, what what are some of the other... Um, uh, run us through sort of like the the, the show itself. What are we going to see this year at Little Miss Cornhole? What are the competitions? Uh, what should we be looking out for? Any favorites other than Gil, of course? Uh, well, uh, the witnesses thought that it was really important that any future Little Miss Cornhole... Um, you know, really have some agricultural chops about him or her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year's competition will be featuring a uh, a special crop rotation showcase uh, where all of the competitors will have to rotate crops and gardens that they uh, sow and harvest themselves. Wow. Uh, very good. I, I guess, baby, one question that's sort of lingering in my mind is how uh, these mysterious witnesses... I, I, 
they seem unnamed and sort of unknown. How how are they selected? Oh, well, that is a, uh, a very uh, lengthy process. I uh, compile dossiers on, well, everyone on the island. Uh, and there there are some criteria oh. that have to be met. The uh, the witnesses must be the, the seventh child of a seventh child. Uh, they can never have consumed legumes, ever. That automatically uh, disqualifies them. Uh, and above all, uh, they have to bring my mother those fruit cocktails that she's so fond of. I'm amazed you found three people that fit that criteria on an island so small. You know, we actually found eight this my year. God. Okay. Wow. Um, well, Gil, as the historian of Little Miss Cornhole, and you know, at, and as our listeners know, this is this is coming after a ten-year hiatus. It's finally here. Um, can you put this into historical context for us, um, as far as like what this means to the island, what this event might? Is it a harbinger for the year to come? Like, what what does it mean to you um, historically? Well, I think uh, it, it it means a whole lot, Manny. Um... I think not only because of sort of this concern about uh, meeting this population threshold and the measures that uh, that Baby and his mother and the witnesses have taken to ensure that uh, the Little Miss Cornhole must be a uh, a citizen of Yalcombeck to enter. Uh, I think that that will only uh, increase our population potential. Uh, and then also, of course, the prize of being able to be in the new uh, list for Lolan film. Um, I I. I happen to see a um, sort of the first draft uh, of a couple of pages of the first draft of, of the script. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, I would say it's going for a sort of gritty realism, but also with sort of a childish surrealism. Uh, and frankly, I'm excited to see where he comes up with all of the, you know, it, it, well, so the film is called the 1001 Vacayeros. Uh, and i sort of excited to see how he's going to fit in Little Miss Cornhole into that plot because, uh, I mean, it seems like all of those roles are a particular type. No spoilers here, uh, but uh, the role that will be going to the winner of Little Miss Cornhole involves a bloody decapitation. Oh, well, what a prize indeed uh baby i guess like one last question i have before we get on to some of our some of our other business today is i see you put here in the memo um regarding last night's midnight meeting of the cornhole committee that there was a decision made about how to handle the sacrifice needed to start the competition um it's worryingly vague you don't really go into detail here can you tell me a little bit more about that uh well uh as the creator of Little Miss Cornhole, uh, my mother, Agatha, has handled a lot of the details surrounding the uh, sacrifice. Uh, all that I know is that uh, she has asked me to find uh, a fresh-faced, uh, plump little girl with uh, bouncy... Oh, God. Oh, baby. Sorry. Sorry. Um, the, the ringtone scared me. Why is it so loud this time, Gil? Did you turn that up? Actually, um, I I've been practicing uh, polyphonic overtone singing, and uh, that was actually me singing while I was talking to you. I've been practicing, and I was really nervous, and I couldn't find a good way to bring it up, so I just thought I'd do it. And you were so close to Manny's ear. That was, uh, yeah, that was wild. Yeah. 
so the phone isn't ringing right now. I'm not hearing that correctly. I'm, I'm confused. Oh no, now. that is the phone now. I'm done singing. Oh my god! Well, that's the emergency line. We have to pick that up. What if somebody's having an emergency? What about one more song? I've already picked up the phone, so um, you're welcome to uh, you're welcome to sing it for our caller. Uh, hello, caller. Um, don't worry. Uh, there is a poly. Uh, poly. There's some poly stuff going on here with singing. Lots of poly stuff. Do you have an emergency? Uh, well, well, who who do I have on the, the pleasure of speaking with here? Uh, this is Gil Gilman, fire chief and historian. I am so sorry I didn't say that. Frankly, that is a mortal sin in my book. Uh, well, that's all right. Uh, and uh, I guess I I. I I'm in the right place. I don't know if the fire chief is the right person to speak to, but uh, let me just introduce myself. My name's uh, Zesty Brown. Mm. Um, actually, originally from Yelp. Oh, uh, Zesty. Yeah. Are you, so I was going to say, are you, you're, you're, I, I think I actually knew you. I was there when you were born, if I remember. I was, you might uh, know my parents. Oh, no, I my never parents, know oh, them. Yeah, Scrappy and uh, Cottonelle oh, Brown. Cottonelle. Oh, this... This couldn't be Zesty Brown, the dude with the shoes. It is. It oh. is. I don't know if that's really my calling card anymore. But Oh, well. Yeah. You got rid of the oh. shoes. Guilty. Oh, and they were such nice shoes, too. What a shame. Yeah. Baby loves a well-cobbled shoe. That's true. And uh, who, else, who else do we have on the call here? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got, you got uh, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. Uh, you probably... You you all might have been in the same graduating class, actually. Uh, oh well, I but, I uh, was in the same class as uh, as Zesty Shoes, but uh, Zesty was a year behind me. Uh, okay, so well, that makes sense. Yeah, and then uh, we also have well, you probably haven't met um, if since you haven't been back to the island, uh, but we got a new mayor. Um, Oh, no uh, yeah, Manny McDermott. Yeah, he's on the line right now. Hi, Sess. And a, a human. Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, human a human mayor. this time. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Mayor. The, Hi, Zesty. Actually, you're the perfect perfect person for me to speak to oh, um, no one ever says that to me thank you well you know i i don't have any motives or anything like that but oh good um i i just wanted to 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 call in because well you know i like i mentioned uh a comebacker at heart i've returned to the island um actually uh i you know i left to, to go to school go to college off the island oh. um you know had a few jobs here and there. It's been probably 10 years or so since I've been back to the island. But, uh, you know, I, right now I'm, I'm actually a freelance economic development consultant. So um, wow. my my career kind of aligns with, uh, well, my parent, I got back and my parents were telling me that you guys have this initiative, you know, to, to add more people. And I was That's like, right. well, sheesh, I mean, this is a pretty uh, fortuitous overlapping of something that you guys might need and some skills that I might be able to offer because frankly, my job is helping places market themselves and, and grow economically and, and get them the things that they want. So I, I just wanted to, to say that I'm here to help. Uh, if there's anything that I can do, you just want to sit here and spitball some ideas, but I mean, Hey, I, I want to make you come back as, as great as it possibly can be while I'm here. Uh, you know, just want to help. So we got a lot. Uh, we got a lot of things going on here on the island that we're trying to economic. Uh, we're trying. Well, we have some things that need to be grown, grown economically, and some 
some things that frankly it would be great if they were lanced for free as well but uh if that's another story um one of the things that we're doing is we're doing this podcast uh at town hall you're actually on it right now we're recording right now uh but we're hoping to sort of drum up some attention for the island um I mean, I guess maybe, do you think that's a good idea? Should we end this recording right now? Well, first of all, I'm happy to be, you know, the fact that I'm going to be able to go back and listen to a recording of the sweet, dulcet tones of all your voices is just music to my ears. Uh, Not to, you know, blow smoke up your oat holes or anything like that. But, uh, (laughs) hey, I'm I'm just saying, um, you know, I'm I'm happy to be here and happy to help. And look... It's a beautiful place, right? I mean, th- th- this kind of brings me back to the whole premise of why I'm calling, actually, uh, is I- I'm planning on writing this article. You see, I- I'm on, I'm a freelancer, yeah, but I'm on sabbatical, which some people say I don't have business, but for me, it's just, I'm on sabbatical. So I'm visiting my parents, and, and I'm writing this article, and you know, uh, no article really gets clicks like a list. You know what I'm saying? Uh, lists. I, I I click on every single one when I'm reading the lists. I'm, I click on it, and frankly, I click on it the number uh, that the ordinal that it is in the list. So you know, two gets two clicks, three gets three clicks. Not my therapist says that that might be a tick that I have. I think that if I don't do it, there's a chance I may die. So uh, yeah, I think you're right. And and I unfortunately I'm not seeing Yoko back on many lists these days. And I think that you know this could be one of the sparks that, you know, really gets things going. If you'll come back on a list and, and I, so I happen to be writing this list and I'm kind of thinking, you know, I write this list of places uh, and the the topic is going to be the, the best kept secret places in the nation. And personally, I think you'll come back. Of course I am a little biased, but I really do think it's on the top ten there. I don't know. What do you get? What do you guys think? I, I would like to uh, nominate my favorite uh, secret place in the nation, uh, and that's the the little cupboard uh, that Gil has in his kitchen. Uh, it wouldn't look. Baby, stop. Ma- uh, oh, baby, stop talking dang it, about I, it. Manny, you didn't hear that. You you can't be in the secret place, Manny. What? What's in the cupboard? Don't, no, yeah, nothing. Uh, and don't go looking for the key. Um, no, but I think Baby's on the right track here, uh, and 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 you're right to say that Yalkenbeck isn't on any list. In fact, the last time I saw Yalkenbeck on a list, I was looking at the least listful places uh, in the nation, and Yalkenbeck was was on there. But that's the only one that I've ever seen it on. Uh, you see, that's a death knell for economic development. You can't be unlistable, guys. And we have to we have to trust Zesta here because he's a freelance economic development consultant, and anybody with that many syllables in their job title knows what they're talking about. So absolutely. And, and wow. here's the other thing. So lists, I mean, well, you guys, I'm sure you, you mentioned you click on every list that comes up on you. They, they list the best cities. It's always Nashville and, and Austin and mm. Raleigh. And right. I think every single person that I know has gone to one of those places if they're moving somewhere and it's only cause they're on the list. So, mm. but, but here's the thing. You can't put Yolkland back. Number one, it's suspicious. Okay. I was thinking we we devise some sort of ranking uh, algorithm here that spits out Yolkenbeck is like six. What do you guys do? You guys feel like we're a sixth 
best most kept secret or where, hmm. where do you think we should fall there well for best impact number one is for sure gill's cabinet and i guess number two maybe you're not supposed to what's in this ca- i thought it was oh, a go cupboard ahead. keep going keep uh, going i guess oh number gosh. two could be the treehouse that Manny spent all that time and money building and all of that effort trying to get us to come over. Baby, you're not it's... supposed to tell Gil about that treehouse. Oh, Gil's my God. Not... It's a well, gaze only treehouse. Gil, the treehouse is fine. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, ignoring these slights, um, Zesty, I... I, I I hear what you're saying that it would be suspicious, but um, maybe we could convince you otherwise. You know, there are a lot of good things here on the island. Um, what if you know? I, in my experience, on list number one always has the most information about it. So what if we give you lots of reasons why it should be number one? That's a great idea. Well, yeah, I haven't been here in a while. Why don't you guys rattle off some of the things that you think I might have been missing out on that you, you know we think we should be promoting here? Uh, well, I will say that uh, yesterday I walked outside to water my tulips and a seagull dropped an entire ice cream cone right into my hand. That doesn't happen anywhere else. That's true. It really doesn't. Yeah, that's true. So on top of that, I think uh, and maybe this, you know, if you're looking for another list, uh, what about uh, islands that are the large the list of the largest museums of human spit? Uh, the the, the, the largest one is right here on Yalkumbeck. I'm kind of concerned about the tangential SEO results surrounding that one. Mm. You know, I, I think we should keep it a little more um, spit f- spit unfriendly. Unless I don't I'm, I don't know if you guys are looking for camel imports or anything like uh, that are pro spit, but I. I, I tend to, um, you know, convince people that to, to go anti Yeah, Gil, we want to avoid tangerines. Yeah, and we, we frankly don't need any more candles. But you're saying, you're saying it's weird to search, theoretically, things like um, spit in my mouth. When you're looking for places you want to move to population-wise. Right, right, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know. That was, I, I was... I was well, Testing. If, if that's, I don't know, to each his own. And so um, what what about if if that's not going to work? You know, I get it. Uh, I know a little bit about F.E. Hose as well. Uh, and I so I think that it's probably good that we avoid the Human Spit Museum for, for the reasons that you said and some others that I'm not going to mention here. But uh, so I what, uh, so a, many secrets a, a place today. that I think is really good on the island that a lot of people might be interested in going to is Cones and Linguists. Um, where they both have, oh, you know, all of those varieties of, you know, waffle cones, sugar cones, uh, any kind of cone that you could think of. And also they can tell you a little bit about where words come from. I also, I, I do want to say, um, you know, when we're, when we're doing this and, we, you know, we're positioning y'all come back for success, we're already on the right track. You know, we want to highlight our assets. Um, and of course, you know, the spit museum, we can just whitewash that in terms of saying, hey, museums per capita are high. It'll be a, a happy surprise when they are, when they arrive. You know, a lot of attractions per ca- per capita puts butts in the seats, okay? Uh, just saying that word. I don't know what it means, but it, it'll bring a lot of people. Um, but I, I do want to say, so basically, let, let's say, you know, the island on its own, frankly, is a bit of an ecological disaster. Am I wrong? 
mean, well, we are uh, making an initiative to clean up Garbage Dump Beach, so that's and and because of the thing. you know well the the deforestation, the uh, animals and the interior lake, um, you know, all of the uh, uh, what you would call it um, invasive species on the island. Really, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say the term Jurassic Park or Galapagos Islands. Are you saying but Jeff frankly, Goldblum you, will come? You here? guys have cultivated one of the most unique ecological zones in the entire planet. Are you saying? Frankly, Laura biologists Dern should be flocking from all over the globe <gasps> to study. And scientists, scientists have a lot of money. Uh, Zessie, I, um, I, you know that sounds exciting. I think, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, having biologists come to the island would be great. I would say uh, they are already flocking here. We actually have the highest uh, number of uh, winged biologists. Uh, they they all have received honorary biology degrees. Um, well, they're not degrees, but, you know, learning fun time certificates from the community college. Uh, we just gave those. Actually, well, I guess they're all dead now. The, the mass grave of chicken. They were all biologists is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but so... I, well, I just, I, I see, that's just a prime example, though. You know, it's, some might say, look, ecological disaster. I see economic opportunity, my friends. And and I think that there's, you know, plenty of other opportunities. Here, here's just some other random ideas I got. So since the, the, the island is a ring, uh, you could definitely install a giant nuclear particle accelerator. Those require donut-shaped land masses and and i don't think that there would be anything that this island needs more than nuclear radiation i i just i mean the think of the explosive electrons neutrons all the the explosions of of potential happening beneath your feet and all the while generating tax revenue for the people that you love and care most about Okay, uh, I might I might sub in baby here. I, I trust his scientific mind. Um, are we currently devoid of protons and neutrons, baby? Um, well, uh, you know uh, the funny thing is, uh, Manny, um, we we will never know. Uh, protons and neutrons were uh, expunged from our textbooks uh, back in the eighties. It was a thing. Uh, a scientist here on the island thought that um, protons and electrons were just too too divisive, and that we're all made of the same the same sort of stuff. Uh, so now we just teach about uh, people trons. We're all people trons. Yeah, it was frankly part of a big campaign. There was uh, a lot. A lot of people thought it was really divisive to teach about protons and neutrons. You saw slogans like. Uh, um, I'm anti-protons and like, don't remain neutral on neutrons. And, you know, I've got trons of reasons why I hate these stupid things. Uh, it, it, they got creative with it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Coincidentally, we all learned a lot about uh, protons and neutrons. Well, I, I apologize for, you know, this is why I'm having the conversation with you guys, because I see these are the things that I wouldn't know that are hot button issues on the island that we'd want to steer clear of. Well, Zessie, you know, I'm I'm curious. Uh, you you know, you you are seem to be pretty knowledgeable about a, a lot of the outside world. That's something off the island. You know, that's something that uh, at least Baby and I don't have a lot of experience with. Um, 
if you could say like the biggest thing, the most important thing for us to hear, uh, to like make sure that we got it to get number one on your list, like say it right now, you know, really loud. Don't let it, anything cut you off or like make it difficult to hear you at all. Uh, make sure that it's communicated is what I'm trying to say. Zessie, are you there? Good, good idea, Gil. Good, good idea, Gil. And can you hit that? Can you hit that speakerphone button so that we can hear uh, uh, and record this? Yeah. No, that was the self-destruct button on the phone. Oh my God, Gil! Why is there a self-destruct button on a phone? Manny, it, it, it's just a joke, Manny. It's a joke button. We wanted you to be the one that pushes it's it. It's smoking, baby. There's smoke coming out of it. We rigged That's it to do that. That's not a joke. It's a very involved it's, joke. Is this an electrical fire? Gil, you're the fire chief. Do something. Uh, look and I'm taking a look at it. Uh, it does seem to be an electrical fire. Oh, so, um, we were just about to get the secret to everything we need. Okay. Well, you know, so that's, uh, I think that's a great time to take a commercial. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, that's, that's smart. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, okay. So yeah, we're going to toss to, um, uh, a commercial that much like zesty brown um is about something zesty and brown um so we'll see you on the other side of this commercial break this week's episode is brought to you by arch enemas as yolkenbach secretary of the posterior i believe a can-do attitude is key to a booty full life but Sometimes our diets or stress can cause there to be stuff left behind in our deft behinds. Stuff that wipes just can't reach. What a bum-er. Introducing Arch Enemas. Got smelly gas? These pocket-sized starbursts of saline and essential oils will leave your derriere spewing berry air. Need a clean canal for procedure or pleasure? Then you'll be singing A-E-I-O-U with our new line of Bows, Vows, Enemas. That's A for apricot, E for elderberries, I for Italian dressing, O for olive tapenade, and U for upside down cake. I tried the apricot yesterday, and I must say, this seat smells sweet. Baby Gil, I had variety packs sent to each of you. Uh, which scent is your favorite? And you know, how, how has it changed your life? Well, uh, Manny, I'm a big fan of the upside down cake. Uh, you know, when I am blowing raspberries out my mm. rose garden, um, you know, it, it do- that milkshake doesn't bring all the boys to the yard. But the upside down cake has uh, completely changed that. Uh, my rosebud is blooming. <laughs> uh, the pink sock is hanging and blowing in the wind. And we're ready to go. Well, that was vivid. Thank you, baby. What about you, Gil? For me, I was less interested in the uh, the sense and more interested in the promise of a total clean out. Uh, I did go with the apricot, and I have to say I'm quite pleased with it. But I think what's most impressive is that I uh, held up an MP3 player to there the other day, and I did hear an echo, so I think it's working fine. Well, how fun dement. Three happy customers who have turned the other cheek to those other cleaning methods that are braining up the rear. Arch Enemas reminds you that one of their products in your hand is worth two in the tush. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And we're back uh, here in the podcast studio. We have put out the fire. Uh, Gil, what's the state of the phone? Because I would really like to get 
uh, Zesty back in here if we could. I feel like he was about to really, really help us out. Um, so, so how's it going? Yeah, the phone's looking good here, Manny. Uh, unfortunately, I only had, uh, you'll recall that there was a time when we had sort of that craze of sarcastic cart cat, cat cartoons. Um, so mm -hmm. I only have this one available. Uh, it, you, you, it, as you can see here, you just pull the uh, tail out of the cat. Okay. Its eyes sh shoot wide open, just oh, like wow. you know. Yeah. Traditionally, it happens in the cartoons. Uh -huh. um, it, but but the tail is the receiver. So um, indeed. So I... that I'm familiar with. Um, okay. Well, can we can we call him back? Do we do we have a way of knowing his number? Uh... Oh uh, well, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I have been training in polyphonic overtone singing, and uh, uh, give me just a second. <clears throat> What in the world, baby? That's a amazing. Okay, I think I have replicated the electronic tones uh, in a way that should call him back. Yeah, it's it's ringing for something right now. Um, <sighs> amazing. We got we no, we got someone here. Uh, uh, this is y'all come back town hall looking for Zesty Brown. Is this Zesty Brown? Yeah, this is the Brown. It's Zesty. Uh, Zesty Did I get disconnected from you. What happened? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh, someone accidentally hit the self-destruct button on the emergency phone, so we had to get another receiver. Uh, but that's been clarified now. Uh, you know, believe it or not, we did not actually hear uh, the the number one best idea recommendation that we really needed to hear and be communicated to us. We 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 did miss that. Uh, 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 before you reveal it to us, uh, Zesty, I feel like we've had a, a real connection here, so I'm just going to shout out what I think the number one thing is, and you let me know if I'm wrong or not. Is it shoes with capes? The question is, do they help you fly? If yes, then yes. If they're just regular on-the-ground shoes with capes, then is there any extra elevation garnered by them? I mean, it's not a bad idea. It can yeah, Certainly, it will make the list. Oh, well, uh, it is an idea that uh, I've been bouncing back and forth uh, with Gil. Um... As you know, Yalkumbak did have a history where we, we tried to invent people with wings. So the passion is there, but um, technology hasn't quite caught up with us because yet. Because I think, yeah, you might be onto something with your transportation to the island issue, you know? Hmm. If you got shoes with capes and they're fly-capable fly cape shoes, then, you, you know, the whole fairy deal could potentially even be bypassed. Um, oh, don't let Rhonda hear you say that. She'll raise an army. <laughs> well, uh, at least it's not a navy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I um, don't. <laughs> I, I, I do want to. <laughs> well, let me let me expound upon that. So Pound upon you, you got the ferry, right? But but here's here's the issue. There's not enough to and fro to the mainland, right? We need to to be really hustling those folks over there, over to the island, right? Yeah. So yeah. what if we have like you just place a bulk order of paddle boats and you just have, you know, 10 docked on the island and 10 docked on the mainland and people can come and go as they please using good old fashioned human power. I mean, hell, you could you could carve a bunch of little canals throughout the island. You'd be the, the Venice of of the state. You know, I, I mean, here's yeah, the thing the that you guys that. have over Venice, Venice sinking into the earth 
currently. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Basically totally underwater. And the fact that you're in a lake basically provides you this static hydrologic uh, experience where you don't have to deal with sea level rise. You just deal with a lake. And so you can basically create Venice that isn't going to die. And frankly, Venice does garner a lot of tourists. Well, and, I, you know, we actually wow. sort of have the opposite problem in that uh, every year the Yokumbek Geological Society has been reporting that every year uh, sort of inexplicably the island seems to rise up out of the ground uh, a couple of feet. So um, we're sort of gaining height. And, and let, me, let me paint the full picture for you here. We got the canals, okay, right? Okay. We got the, the paddle mm-hmm. boat, essentially pedicabs, but they're in water. You got Gil in the back singing Italian operatic melodies. That's what I'm known for, yeah. Throughout the land. I mean, boom, you've got transportation. You've got you've got yeah. a way to attract people. You've got music in the streets. I mean, look, this is a panacea. Mm-hmm. One second, Zesty. I would love you to keep painting that picture for me. But Gil, could you provide a little background warbling, little Italian music for us? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, well, Zesty actually, I think, was trying to cue me up there with my favorite Italian uh, operatic song, Panacea. You know, that's when you go and cross the lake and you're trying to get baked, Panacea. It, it comes from sort of this opera where there's this sort of uh, anthropomorphic frying pan that has been spurned by a lover uh, who didn't take his uh, dream seriously. And so he sort of uh, uh, tries to just viciously attack uh, a number of people who are out on the lake, um, you know, blazing it, uh, just smoking the devil's grass. Uh, That may be legal out on the waters. Is that correct? I don't know the... Uh, of inner lake, no, but uh, on outer lake, yes. Yeah, if anything goes on lake law, pretty much. Um, we found that out New Year's Eve. <laughs> uh, trust me. And and, and not to uh, you know be too presumptuous, but I I do think that there is one other way that you could bump you know yourselves up the list, if you will. Oh, um, absolutely! It's so nice of you to offer all this uh, this free advice. Um, yeah, of course. Um, what's the other thing? Well, you know, I'm here. Staying with my parents um, over on People's mm-hmm. Court, and oh, really? um, you know, I I figured if you really have the population issue, and if I'm really on, uh, you know, my sabbatical for permanent because I haven't been getting much business. Who's, who knows how permanent it is? I'm not desperate or anything right now. Um, but I don't oh. know if there happened to be a parcel of land laying around. I don't know if you could. Check the old, uh, the old parcel map, and maybe uh, you know. Then I could have a place to live, and there you go—a population up uh, by one. I'm not what sure if think? we have uh, any parcels on hand at the moment, but um, we could always contact uh, Lacey Gunter. She is the captain of uh, the wrapping team, uh, and we could have them wrap up a, a parcel of some land, uh, lickety split. Uh, baby, I. I... Wow, I think you guys just rocketed right to the top of that. Yeah, place. I, I think, um, I, I think Zesty's actually uh, asking for maybe some compensation here in the form of uh, some some acreage. You know, I'm, 
I'm partial to parcels, but, uh, uh, you know, I think most people are aching for some acreage. So, uh, Well, Gil, that's just silly because I don't even think that they make boxes large enough for an acre of land. <sighs> I, don't, um, I don't mean to, you know, go too far, but I'm beyond acreage. I'm looking to hectareage. I'm looking for some hectares. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on the uh, Luckily, Gil does keep in his pocket at all times two parcel maps. One is the parcel map that helps him deliver parcels um so it's just more of a, a regular map really and then the other one is a, a land map uh gil i've never really been able to read your handwriting but w- what what is there in the corner of that parcel map what that area that you've sort of like scratched out in uh, black um coloring pencil what is that the Shadowlands. right is, is, is that available Oh, certainly, yeah. I mean, that's for the soul brave enough. I, I think a, a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of that area is sort of encompassed by elephant graveyard, but uh, Hi, overrun yeah. by hyenas, eh? Yeah, that's they. They definitely have a control of that space, but um, I don't know. Now that we got someone in charge of animal control, and uh, and you know, I've been been, been been putting in my work there as head of animal birth control as well to try and sort of limit that hyena popul- problem from that end. Um, well, personally, I like so, a little I ambient yeah. laughter, you know. Well, yeah, and you know, if you're if you're interested, we could certainly set you up, get you sort of homesteading out there if, you, if you're interested, Zesty. Absolutely. I, and uh, does that come with any um, livestock beyond just the um, laughing dog beasts that may tear my flesh? Uh, well, I mean, it, it livestock in the sense that you would be able to raise them for slaughter. No, but um, I, I think you could milk a hyena. All right, uh, deal. Well, that's that's great, Zesty. Uh, you know, we um, we 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 clearly have a lot of stuff going for us here on the island, um, as we've sort of covered uh, with you today. But uh, I think uh, our our what makes y'all what's number one on Yalkumbeck's list uh, is our citizens, and uh, we're you know we're happy to have you back because uh, you know you're helping us. Keep that number one spot. Frankly, it's it's an honor, my friends, and uh, I don't think that I would really be a comebacker at heart unless I didn't complete this prodigal sonship with with you all. And and I appreciate your time, of course, and and your consideration. And I, and I will say, Zesty, before you go, I I might have one more favor to ask. If if you have some some time on your hands and some some you know content management systems at your fingertips. I would love to make a list that's maybe um, 10 mayors who will leave you thirsty or uh, five up and coming mayors who will have you dropping your Calvin Klein's. I mean, anything really. Uh, I would just love to make a list. Um, you know, how about this one? 10 mayors who will make you never want to rent bowling shoes again. Um, you know, that's that's true. Manny's bowling shoes are. Odious, noxious, disgusting. Uh, um, you know what? Um, it's a list. I'll take it. It. I'll take it. I'll take a list. Any list, really. We'll hook you up. Don't worry. Thank you so much. I got thank you. Man. Thank Mr. you for Mayor. calling. This is amazing. Um, you know, we're we're excited to be internet famous. Thanks again, y'all, and um, I'm happy to be the the next resident. Love this place.
And that sound means it's time for time, weather, and community announcements. It is 1.37 p.m. on a Thursday. Uh, it's uh, awfully, strangely sunny outside, uh, and it looks like there's a little bluebird sitting outside City Hall. Does your dull blade bring shame and dishonor upon your house and family? Thou Comeback Smithy and Blade Works is now pleased to offer complimentary lifetime honing and oiling for any sword, glaive, or vorpal blade purchase. This offer does not extend to katanas, kunai, or any other tools of the shinobi. Next in community announcements. After a two-month listening tour, the Yolkenbach High School Future Farmers of America Club are proud to announce their new mascot for all intramural sports, the Farmer's Almond Yak, a nutty bovine we can all get behind. February 1st is just around the corner, and the Yolkenbach Lodge is celebrating Groundhog's Day Eve once again with their annual Father-Daughter Dance Marathon. Despite recent misleading and contradictory information, the Yalkenbach Office of Hunting and Wildlife has gravely confirmed that the seals are in fact back. Citizens are advised to lock your doors, gather your loved ones, and pray for mercy. The Yalkenbach Elementary Roast Beef and Cheddar Comedy Club is announcing a new podcast called This is Yalkenbach, where they roast the hosts of This is Yalkenbach. Here are some sample jokes they wanted me to read. Gil can help a fish breathe. Too bad he can't help a kid laugh. Mayor Manny says he is an actor. Maybe he can act his age, which is old. And lastly, Baby's mom is so old, she was here when the town was called. Y'all come back for the first time. Find these kids wherever you listen to podcasts. Y'all come back Divorce Attorney Union, previously known as the Association of Divorce Lawyers and the Organization of Divorcing Esquires before their merger three years ago, has announced that they will be dissolving their partnership and cited irreconcilable differences. And if any of those sound like the kind of community you'd love to be a part of, remember, this is Yolkenbach. This is Yolkenbach is an improvised podcast performed by Corey Collins, Josiah Knight, and Cameron Lindsay. Music written and performed by Caleb Ritchie. Check out his music at Caleb Ritchie Music on Facebook. Our cover art was done by Pip Lloyd. You can find Pip and their work on Twitter with the username at underscore proto Pip. Our special guest, Zesty Brown, was performed by Pete Moe. Pete Moe is a proud dog parent living near Worcester, Massachusetts. When he is not advising people and companies of the ideal places to live and work, he dabbles in stand-up comedy and agonizing over his sports teams. To cope with his fanhood for Marquette basketball, he produces The Real Chili Podcast, the only livestream college basketball postgame show in the country. Eager for more This Is Yalkenbeck or have a community announcement that you'd like to be read on the show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pod on Twitter and at This Is Yalkenbeck on Instagram. Our email is Podcast at gmail.com. That's Y-A-L-L-C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to support This Is Yalkenbeck, you can support us on Patreon, where we are always eager to hear your suggestions for new content and ways that we can engage with our listeners. If you like what you heard here, please hit subscribe so that you can get the newest episode in your feed every week. And while you're at it, leave a five-star review. Finally, share the show with your friends. Just like the people of Yalkenbeck, we are looking to grow 
and we would love to welcome more folks into our community. Thanks for listening.